Psalms 46, and we're going to read four verses. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. We read this verse many times and stop reading. But we would do ourselves a favor to read on. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth be removed and though mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. He said, it's a mess up here on the surface. But there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. I just feel like the Lord's let that river flow in here today. Singing about His holiness. And this reference here says that there is a river, the streams, plural, whereof shall make glad the city of God, that tabernacle of God, the place of God's dwelling. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. So I'm just going to speak to us about the river this morning. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. There's a river. There's a river and the purpose of the river is to make glad. Aren't you thankful for that? Amen. I... I, I I think that we, we need to understand that God knows that life is going to be real. David said that there are things that are going to come against you and you're going to have to turn to Him as your refuge and your present help because life will have things that cause you to need Him. Amen. Amen. Everyone can have a season of good times in, in, in this natural world, think that everything's good, but you're going to come up against situations and seasons and things that are bigger than you are. And you're going to have to find a refuge and you're going to find some strength outside of yourself. And God is that help and He is that strength. He's a present help. I thank God that He's a present help. Amen. Can anyone say amen? That you don't have to make an appointment for him and then them say, well, yeah, he can see you about three weeks from now. No, there's a present help here today. There's a present help in the atmosphere. It's the holiness of God and his river and, and uh, rivers. And when I began to think about this in prayer that day, the Lord was speaking to me. I started writing some things down and, and rivers have parts to them and Every river has to have a source or supply. Amen? It, it just doesn't start. There's something feeding the river and uh, a source and a supply. And we, we understand that God and His holiness and His presence, uh, amen, is the source of that river. And He is uh, an endless supply today. He is... He is not uh, running dry. He is not dropping in levels. Uh, but he is a river that is uh, always running full force. Amen. A, a river must have a channel or a carrier. 
Many times we call them riverbeds. Where the water flows, it controls and guides and directs the water flow and the river. And uh, that is taking the water from the source to a, the third part of what a river has, and that's a receptacle. The river flows into something. Something has to be on the receiving end of the river. Amen. So it has a beginning and it has a channel or it has a, a, a bed, amen, a controlling, guiding factor. And then there is, amen, thank God, a receptacle, a place where the river empties into, a, a river feeds, a river, a, a river supplies. And today, amen, I'm so thankful that uh, uh, God's river isn't just flowing to flow. It's flowing to supply. It's flowing to take his presence from him, amen, down through time and situations. And it is meant to empty out into the people of God and the house of God. I thank God that you and I are that receptacle today. He said, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, out of your belly are going to flow rivers of living water. Amen. That's just the river that comes in and then it goes out. Uh, because the river doesn't stop flowing, it just keeps flowing. Uh, amen. And I thank God that there's a river today. The rivers have two major functions. To carry things to a destination and to carry things away from a destination. Find a river and you'll find life. Find a river, you'll find habitation. And in many times you'll find prosperity because where the river is, there's commerce. Amen. And so today, you and I are sitting in a wealthy place today because... The Lord has brought things to us. The river has brought things into our lives. And thank God that the river has carried things away. Amen. The Holy Ghost and the blood of Jesus and this river that's flowing, amen, is constantly taking, amen, things uh, from us as it brings things to us. And so they, th this reference that we read about in Psalms 46 is a reference to the rivers and tunnels around Jerusalem. And uh, I thank God that I was able to go there with my family in 2018. It feels like a long time ago. But uh, we were uh, able to walk through these uh, tunnels and these rivers that are uh, known as Hezekiah's tunnels. That's because under the reign of Hezekiah, amen, the, the, the enemy was, the Assyrian armies were planning aggression against Jerusalem, and uh, he anticipated this, and he made preparations and strengthened the fortifications of the city, and he produced new and extra weapons, uh, and he organized his troops and fighting forces and trained them to be top combat commanders of his time. So uh, Hezekiah had a, a lot of insight 
because the enemy was going to try to come against him. And that's why we read that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. He was under siege and he was, uh, they were coming under attack. And so he said, we're going to fortify our walls and we're going to increase our artillery and uh, we're going to be prepared for this battle, but we're not going to stop there. Without a doubt, the most innovative thing that he did wasn't to make more arrows and spears and whatever else they fought with, swords. Uh, the most innovative uh, thing that he could have done was what he did. Amen. He decided to channel water from the river outside of the city walls uh, that ran underground into the pool of Siloam. And he tapped into that river and he carved out tunnels that ran under the city of David so that when the enemy was all surrounding the walls of the city that had been fortified, uh, amen, they thought that they could, uh, they could uh, come against Jerusalem and Israel through shutting off their water supply or not allowing them to get to the water supply. Right? You fasted, you understand how important water is. <laughs> Food is one thing, but water is something else. It's absolutely essential to life. And uh, this aqueduct, and, and there were artifacts there that they had uh, uncovered and found and, and digging and exploring, uh, literally uh, spoon-shaped little things that they would use to carve through the rock. It took a, a, a ton of effort to accomplish making these uh, aqueducts and this, this river system that would flow under the city of God. And, uh, and what was so amazing is that they could control the water flow from the river outside of the walls and, and allow it to come inside of the walls. And when the enemy, amen, thought they had them walled off and, and, and uh, could not get to the water supply, surely in just a few uh, days, weeks, or even a month, amen, they would begin to uh, take control of them because they had starved them out and they had... Uh, Amen. Basically cut off their water supply. But thank God that uh, Hezekiah had insight uh, and he understood that uh, they may come against us, but I am going to make uh, provision for the people of God and the city of God uh, that when the enemy comes at us, uh, amen, we're going to have a supply that he is not aware of. Uh, we're going to have some water, amen, flowing under the walls, uh, amen, that we don't have to go get but it's coming to us all because of the river the water the source of life the streams those things that are responsible for making the city of Jerusalem impenetrable and of course the spiritual application is the church you and I God is our strength and our help and we shall not fear and we do not have to fear because God is with us and when the enemy tries to besiege your life and come against you and think that he can somehow shut you off from the presence of God 
God. I've got news for you. Amen. God says, I've got a river. I've got a supply system. Amen. That the enemy can't touch. He doesn't even know about it. Spiritual river. Because God has made provision for the church. Rivers and streams of water to quench the thirsty soul and sustain the spirit of mankind. I've got good news for you today. Amen. That spiritual thirst. Amen. God has made provision for us. Amen. He said, blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. It's not talking about natural thirst. He's talking about a thirst that is generated from your desire. A thirst that is generated because you are hungry and thirsty after the things of God. And if you're thirsty, I promise you that God has made provision today for you to find, amen, that river today in his house. Rivers and streams. And this, uh, of course, is true today. Just uh, as rivers were focal points in the Bible, they're focal points in our world. Rivers are so associated with and necessary for life. Uh, In Genesis chapter 2 and verse 10, God put a river in the Garden of Eden. It was, it was not accidental. Nothing God does is accidental. The river is a, a sign to you and I that God, uh, He wanted a river in the garden. He wanted a river to water it and to split into four other rivers. Amen. Because uh, there was something that was generated in the Garden of Eden that was to feed other regions. It was not accidental. It was strategic. It was uh, in the mind of God that said, out of this garden is going to flow a river, and through it is going to flow a river, and out of it is going to split off into four other rivers. Amen. That tells me that God wants to come into our lives and produce a river, but He's not finished uh, watering downstream. He wants to flow through us and and get to other places and other people through us because uh, rivers are associated with life. Uh, Rivers are associated with settlements. Uh, Rivers are associated with travel. Amen. Crop growing and all that can be done around a river. You and I are supposed to be fruitful vines and places of, uh, of uh, fruitfulness. But you can't do anything without water. You're just going to have some dead, dry seeds until they're watered. Uh, Amen. That's why, amen, life takes uh, much more than just uh, a bunch of sunny days. Uh, Amen. Whenever the rain comes, whenever the water hits, uh, don't bemoan the fact that it's raining. Don't bemoan the fact that God's allowed some clouds and some rain to come. Because without that, there's no germination. There is no uh, growth. Amen. Seeds cannot grow only because they're put in dirt. Indians and settlers found rivers to sustain life. And rivers still today play a very important role in our lives. The Ohio, the Mississippi, the Potomac, the Columbia, the Colorado, the St. Lawrence, the Nile, the Amazon, Euphrates, Tigris. If you were to shut these rivers off, you would cripple the world. Because they're used to traffic people, produce, products. Rivers and streams are still crucial to sustaining life today. 
Amen. Ecclesiastes 1 7 says, All rivers run into the sea to be purified, redistributed for our use again and again. Rivers are not just receptacles. They are, they are running rivers and they're, they're carrying water. And a part of the process of this river system is that they would be purified and reused and redistributed again and again and again. We're talking about a holy God today. Amen. It's not, oh, I've felt the Lord or I've experienced the Holy Ghost and that's the best He has. No. Amen. That river is a pure river. It's a, it's a crystal clear river. It's a holy river. And whenever you get into the presence of that river. Amen. Your life is impacted positively because uh, that river has been purified and holy and it brings you fresh, sustaining life. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not just talking about geography this morning or bodies of water, but I do want uh, us to understand uh, that, that rivers are God's idea. When you're talking about rivers and fresh water and life-giving source, people have been known to survive for weeks with months without food sometimes in very uh, extreme cases. But it's rare that you'll make it past uh, a few days without water. Everything in your body requires water to function properly and health, healthy. If you go to the hospital, the first thing they're going to do is stick your arm with an IV. You know why? Most of us live in a dehydrated state. You can check it out with the medical people. I said, why did you put an IV in everyone? They said, because everyone comes in mainly dehydrated. And I'm just wondering in the, if that's true in the natural. How many times do we, are we just getting by? dehydrated in the spirit dehydrated because we haven't been to the river and we haven't we haven't we haven't let the river flow through us. We haven't let fresh water come into our life. Uh, we're just running on yesterday's drink. Uh, we're running on last week's uh, guzzle. Amen. And, and today, amen, there's a river in the house. And if you're in the house today and you're thirsty, you don't have to leave thirsty. Amen. If, you, if you've come into the house today and you need something, the river can bring it to you. And if you're in the house today and you got something in your life uh, that you need carried away, the river can carry it away everything in our body requires water to function properly and, and in a healthy condition and, and God of course created us to thirst you know why you're thirsty? because God gave you a signal to drink if, if you weren't thirsty you would never drink probably but because you get thirsty you find water. You find, well, you find coffee and Starbucks and Pepsi and Diet Pepsi and lemonade. And, but you can't make any of those other drinks without water. Water is what you're really craving. You're really searching for water. I'm really looking for that life-giving source. And we, of course, are 
looking for that today. And many times people are drinking coffees and lemonades and Pepsis in the spirit. But it's really that water that they need. Amen. It's that water that makes that other stuff possible. Amen. I can live without a lot of stuff, but I can't live without uh, the water of the Holy Ghost, the living river of God that is a... There is a river, amen, that makes glad uh, the city and the people of God. There's a river in the house today. Of course, Jesus, the rabbi, always used the natural to convey, amen, and teach a spiritual concept of truth. And in, in Matthew 5 and 6, he said, Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Filled means to be satisfied and gorged. That's the true definition of that word filled. Amen. means to be satisfied or gorged. Uh, have you ever been so thirsty that you drank so much that you kind of feel sick? You ever been that thirsty? That's gorging yourself. That's drinking more than you could probably hold because your, your, your stomach has been shrunk or whatever the case may be, and you've overdone it, and it can almost make you feel, amen, like you need to sit down for a minute and process what you've just taken in. Amen. I thank God for every time that the Lord has met me in a thirsty condition. Amen. And he has said, I've got water like he told the woman at the well. i got water that you'll drink and never thirst again. My water, you won't be back for more. Amen. Because you have to get it. You'll be back for more because you want to get it. Hallelujah. You'll never thirst again. Amen. But you'll be back to the fountain because uh, there's something about my water that does something natural water can't do. It will truly satisfy. It will truly gorge your spirit. It will truly make you not want to leave my presence. There's a river. Jesus said, I, I, I need to go through Samaria because there's a woman there that's thirsty. She's drawing in a natural fountain, a, a natural well, but, but she's, she's going to be there again. She's going to be back because her life's a wreck. She's looking for contentment, satisfaction in all the wrong places. And if I don't get to her, she's going to, Spend the rest of her life looking in places that don't satisfy. I don't know if there's somebody here today, but you found the place where the river is. It's not a wood structure. It's a house. But there's been some tunnels dug. There's been, some, there's been provision made through prayer and fasting. God is in the house and there's, there's a flow, amen. And, and if all, all you need to do is tap into that inner source, amen, because he's here today. You don't have to go looking for him. He's here today. And, and the enemy can't control whether you can get to him or not. You just decide that I'm going to get to the river. And when you decide I'm going to get to that water, amen, nothing can stop you because there's no outside force uh, that can hinder you, amen. If you truly decide I'm getting to the river, if you truly decide I'm getting a drink from that, well, that river today, amen, you can have as much as you want. Five husbands and the one you're with now is not your husband. 
He was not criticizing her. He was exposing that she was drinking from the wrong source. How many times do we drink from the wrong source? She said something important. She said, you've done well to be honest with me. She said, you're right. I'm not searching in the right places. And Jesus' response in so many words was, let me tell you, no one can access this water until they're honest with me and honest with themselves. We have to be honest. And we see that this woman at the well repented and she worshiped. Worship will connect you with the water of life. Worship is the cup, if you will. Let you dip into the river and begin to access that water. I thank God that we have a river today. That thirst that consumes us night and day will finally be quenched when we go to the right source of the holy river of God. The water that you'll drink and never thirst again. Amen. That's why Jesus in John 7 37, it says that he stood at the Feast of Tabernacles. Amen. And the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers, uh, plural, of living water. But he spake of the Holy Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified or had not yet been crucified and resurrected. The source of the river is Jesus Christ. Amen. Because we find in the Old Testament the, the, the reference to the rock that followed them through the wilderness. And this is a completely uh, standalone miracle and revelation. But the, the children of Israel were in the wilderness, as you know, and God supplied manna. He supplied quail. But he also supplied water. And he was a rock. There was a rock that that uh, Moses, you know, he, he was told to speak to it and he struck it to, Amen. But the water still came out because God was going to be faithful to his word. But amen. Beside the point, uh, the, the river came out of that, wa- that rock. Amen. And, and Paul makes reference back to the rock. And he says uh, uh, that rock that followed them through the wilderness, that rock was Christ. And the water that flowed out of that rock, uh, amen, was the, the, the outflow of who Jesus is, his spirit, amen. And, and when uh, uh, the, that rock was in the Old Testament, it was supposed to point them to the New Testament so that when Jesus came, they would understand that, that oh yes, this is Jesus, the rock that followed us in the Old Testament, in the wilderness. Uh, he, he has come to live with us. Uh, and when he gets hung up on that cross, uh, it is the same as 
as him, uh, amen, gushing forth. Uh, you know that not only blood came out, but blood and water came out. Uh, amen. And everything that happens is uh, on purpose with God. And I don't believe uh, there are multiple things that happened uh, at the crucifixion. Blood and water it's a type of the tabernacle when blood was mingled with water and it washed away our sins and cleansed us from all unrighteousness. But I got another application for the water. When Jesus was, uh, amen, pierced through his side and that blood and water came out, it was the same as that rock in the wilderness uh, that opened up and began to water three million Jews uh, at least and their animals and flocks. Uh, it was sufficient flow. It was sufficient water. And I'm telling us in the Holy Ghost today, there is a rock today that is flowing and it doesn't stop and it will never stop because it's the presence of God and there is a river. There's a flow. Jesus, it says that he stood on that day. Why? Because he wanted their attention. Cried. That means he shouted forth. If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He had an announcement for them. I'm going to give you water to drink and you'll never thirst again. Just a few days, the Holy Ghost is going to be poured out. And when that Holy Ghost gets poured out, you're going to drink whenever you want to drink. You're not going to have to wait until some special day, some special feast. I am the feast. I am the day. I am your Sabbath. I am your peace. Amen. What he was saying is, uh, guess what? This river is going to start carrying peace to you. This river is going to start carrying, uh, amen, contentment to you. This river is going to supply, amen, peace to your mind. and, And it's going to supply joy to your spirit. With joy shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation. That, that, that source of water, you're going to do it with joy. Amen. There's no reason that the people of God wouldn't have joy in their life. Amen. Amen. The fact I don't believe that we're, we're not tapped into the river if we can't, amen, live with joy. Amen. Joy is a, it's not happiness. It's not something good happens to me and then I get happy. No, joy is a river. Amen. Joy is a constant flow and God intends for his people whether it's good or bad though a host rises against us or whatever we're going through there should be a joy that there's a joy that the devil can't stop there's a joy that life can't taint there's a joy that nothing can stop that joy is in the house because the river is in the house If any man, everyone say any man, any man, it's a universal call, any man, any man. If any man thirst, you know the qualifications of finding Jesus today, just got to be thirsty for him. Just got to be thirsty for him. He said, let him come to me and drink. 
He that believes, as the scripture has said, out of his belly, out of his innermost being, amen, out of the depths of his soul shall flow an artesian well, amen, a spiritual uh, riverhead, amen, rivers, plural, of living water, running, drinkable currents that flood a person's life and their soul and their mind. I thank God today for the river. I thank God for, amen, the source of his presence. But this spoke he of the Spirit, capital S, which the true believers should receive. Because the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus was still alive. But the moment he was crucified, and the Holy Ghost was poured out. That river's been sustaining the church and been sustaining individuals nonstop because it doesn't stop flowing like a river. Rivers. This was fulfilled in the book of Acts over and over. And there's a river today, a water, there's a quenching an ending source of life, just like it saved and kept and refreshed Jerusalem. There's a river that the enemy couldn't touch. There's one today flowing in the house of God that the enemy can't touch. I feel like the Lord impressed me that there is some stuff here that, that thank God for everything the river brings to us. Thank God for all of the things that he supplies for us. Uh, but oh, there's many things that the river wants to carry away today. He wants to carry away disappointment. He wants to carry away, amen, every kind of depression. Depression is not from God. There's a river to take care of the depression. There's a river to take care of the anxiety and the fear. There's a river. All you got to do is get in the river. All you got to do is take a drink of the river, amen, because uh, it's not God's will that the people of God, amen, spend their days in depression. I didn't say stuff wouldn't come at you. I didn't say tough days wouldn't come. I'm not trying to act like they're not real. But I'm telling you there's a river that God has supplied. That when they do come, I just get into the river. And I let God bring me some fresh joy and some fresh peace. And let him wash away all of that depression and anxiety and uncertainty. How's this going to work? I don't know. I'm just going to get in the river and let it go on down. Yeah, the river can take people and, and cleanse them. And, and that, that, that's the river. It's the river, amen, that, that supplies everything that we need. And, and thank God there's a river. And, and Ezekiel talked about this river. And I want to just spend a couple of minutes looking at this river from his vantage point because this is the river that we need to understand is flowing in the house today. It's also in the book of Revelation, the same river, and, and I want us to consider it today because uh, it helps us to understand that this river is not some uh, little, little side idea of God's. It's, a, it's, a, it's part of his master plan. Remember, it started with a river in the garden. There's going to be a river in heaven. There's a river today. 
Afterward, he brought me again. This is Ezekiel talking about the vision that he had to the door of the house. And behold, the waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under the right side of the house uh, at the south side of the altar. So this is a vision of the temple and the house of God that Ezekiel's having and he is starting to explain that that out of this house begins to usher out water remember what we said every river has a source amen the source is the throne of God this is coming from God and and the New Testament application is coming through Christ at the south side of the altar, then brought he me out of the way to the gate northward and led me about the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters uh, and the waters were to the ankles. Uh, amen. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters and the waters were to the knees. Uh, and again, he measured a thousand and he brought me through and the water were to the loins. Picture this. It's an increasing river. Amen. What starts as a trickle, what starts as a little feeder, what starts as bleeder creeks that begin to uh, funnel into this river. Amen. Amen. The more that it uh, flows and the longer it flows, the uh, more it increases. It starts at the ankles and it comes to the knees. And then he said it was up to the loins. It was up to the waist. Uh, and he's uh, giving us a picture of this increasing uh, river. Amen. God is an increasing God. Amen. He is... Uh, He's an increasing God. He said it was to the loins, and then he measured again a thousand, and it was uh, a river that I could not pass over. For the waters were risen, and there were waters to swim in, and a river that could not be passed over. Amen. Thank God. Amen. You're not going to control the Holy Ghost. You're not going to ever be able to manipulate the Holy Ghost. It's just something we get in, and we let the river dictate to us. I couldn't pass over it. It was too strong. The current was too strong. It was too big. It was uh, more than I could handle. He said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? And he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. So try to gather this picture in your mind, if you will. We've got the house of God, the throne of God, and there's a water coming out from underneath the door. And the longer it flows, the deeper it gets to the ankles to the knees, to the waist, waters to swim in. And now he says, I can't even pass over it. It's too big. And now all of a sudden, as he goes down the river and looks at the river as it flows, he said, trees appear on each side of this river. Because rivers bring life. He said, blessed is the man. He shall be planted like a tree by the river. His roots shall not wither. His leaves shall not wither. 
Why? Because that tree has access to water. And everything that has access to water is healthy and strong. There were very many trees on the one side and on the other. And he said unto me, These waters issue out toward the east country and go down into the desert. Listen now. Look where the water, uh, the river channel is taking the waters. Amen. It's going through the east country and down into the desert or the dry places. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth which moveth whithersoever the river shall come shall live and there shall be a very great multitude of fish because these waters shall come thither do you see what he's doing he said the river is going to flow and trees are going to grow and the river is going to end up in a desert place and when that water hits the desert place there's going to be life that comes and And a dry desert that used to be dead and barren is going to be filled with fish, life, and food and sustenance. Uh, Oh, God, help us today in the house. Uh, Amen. We were all deserts, dry and barren, but the river flowed into a dry place. Uh, The river has dried, uh, uh, flowed into the lives uh, that were dead and dry, and he's begun to produce life. Uh, He's producing life today. Everything that's good in your life has come uh, through and from God. The river... The river. You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Amen. Amen. That river is the one that supplies everything that we have, every good thing that we have. Oh, too many times we focus on the tangible things that we have that are good. Thank God for them. But that's not where our focus needs to be. Because you can go buy another purse. You can go buy another pair of shoes. You can go buy another tool. You can go buy another hobby. But you can't buy, amen, peace. You can't buy joy. You can't buy contentment. You can't buy companionship. You can't buy somebody to be there in the midnight hour when everyone else is gone. God is there and the river is flowing and he's bringing to you joy unspeakable. Full of glory. It's the river. It's the it's the life. It's the fish. It's the trees. It's everything that he can do. Listen to this, because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed. I said it says they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river cometh. Don't talk to me about throwing in no towel. No. The devil may try to interject a thought in your spirit. But I'm going to tell you what you need to do. You need to make a trip to the river. You need to say, oh no. Amen. Everything that that river touches brings life. He brings life to me. Amen. I, 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 yeah, the devil may th- be whispering at you. Oh, I think you just give up. Isn't life getting too hard? Isn't that trial you're in too long? Amen. And there are thoughts that he tries to interject into your spirit. And if you're not careful, if you're dry, if 
The Bible says that he goes about looking for dry places. You know what that is? Uh, that's somebody that's not having the river flow into them. But the devil doesn't waste his time if you've got the river flowing through you because that person is going to say, I may be thirsty, but I know where the river is. I may be in a trial, but I know where the river is. I know how to get new life. I know how to get new understanding and perspective. Oh, I feel the river in the house. I, there's fish, there's life, there's trees. There's healing. Oh, there's healing in the house. If somebody would just tap into the river. What does he want to heal today? Who does he want to heal? Every person, every situation in the house that's not whole, he wants to heal. It's the goal. It's the end result of the river. He said every place this river goes is going to be healed. Are there any witnesses in the house that you used to have situations and the river came flowing and the river deposited something in your spirit and the river, he took the hopelessness away and he put hope back in your mind and in your spirit and uh, hope that was deferred had your heart sick, but the river came and he brought peace and he brought, uh, uh, he, he brought hope. I prophesied every dry place in the house today that the river would come washing over you today, that the river would supply everything that you're longing for today. If there's thirst, get to the river. If there's thirst, get to the river. Ashitana Kotora Bahaya. Ah, it'll come to pass. It'll come to pass. Yes. It'll come to pass. How can we help others when we're not whole? How can we give others to drink when we're thirsty? Listen to what it says. They shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds. This is not just some prophetic thing that was a this is a this is a reference to the kingdom. To what God has in mind. The New Testament river that begins at Christ and flows through the church and gets to everyone that is willing to be a receptacle. As the fish of the great sea exceeding many. Keep in mind, this was a desert until the water got there. But the miry places thereof and the marshes thereof shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat or fruit, 
food, whose leaf shall not fade. Do you see what he's saying? He's saying the marshy places, the miry places, I've got a purpose for those too. They're going to nourish your trees that produce fruit. You see, when the river gets there and floods that area, there's going to be fish in the water. There's going to be life. But he says, I'm also going to take those miry places. I'm going to take those dark, muddy trials. And I'm going to let them begin to feed your trees. You see, there's no wasted thing with the river. Amen. Your trials and your troubles and your low places in God, your low places in life, God says, I'm going to use those things to supply food. There are going to be some trees growing beside your troubled areas. There's going to be some fruit growing on the trees that I allow to grow out of your troubled places because the river has purpose and the river has life. Everywhere the river goes, it has to produce life. Leaf shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months because their waters they issued out of the sanctuary and the fruit thereof shall be for meat and the leaf thereof. You ready? Do you see it? Is it up there? What's it for? Medicine. They got a pill and a medication for everything. They got new ones for the stuff that it didn't fix with the previous one. And then, you know, you got a little itch on behind your ear. And by the time you're done taking what they want to give you for it, you can't walk. You got internal bleeding. You got suicidal thoughts. I'm not just... All you got to do is watch the commercials or read the ad. I'm not kidding you. But I got, I got a river. And in the river's medicine. I said, in the river, there's medicine. In the river, there's healing. In the river, there's new thyroids. In the river, there's new bones. In the river, there's new everything. Why? Because God says, uh, if you'll just tap into the river, amen, you, you'll cancel another appointment uh, if you'll make an appointment with the river, if you'll come to the great physician, because out of the great physician flows healing. There's healing in the house today. There's emotional healing today. There's emotional healing in the house.